This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, it's Pacific. And before we get into this week's episode, I want to take just a moment to tell you about one of my shows, Out of Place. Out of Place is written by Ben Counter, who you may recognize if you're a Warhammer 40k fan, uh, as Ben wrote some of those books. And the show follows a young archivist, Andrew Moss, as he investigates strange artifacts that are, well, out of place. It's a wonderful show about alternate realities and the possible timelines in which these strange artifacts come from, and each episode is 10 to 15 minutes. You can binge all 13 episodes of the first season right now, and catch today's premiere of Season 2, which changes things up just a little bit. It's a super fun show, Ben is an incredibly talented writer and narrator, and I think you guys will like it a lot. So, you can search Out of Place wherever you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more. And I've also left a link to the first episode of Season 2 in the show notes below, so go check it out. I think you guys will enjoy it a lot. And last but not least, this episode was recommended to us by Lom. Uh, you may recognize Lom from our SCP-1730 episodes, uh, which they were a part of, or from our Discord server, if you're active there. Uh, sometimes Lom butts their head in and says hi. Uh, anyways, thank you, Lom. Uh, it's a wonderful episode, and I think you guys are going to like it. So, without further ado, this week's episode. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number, SCP-5150. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-5150 is currently contained within Provisional Site-334, a disinformation campaign, as well as a cover story for Provisional Site-334 concerning a falsified Hops Railroad Company, has been established to hide the existence of SCP-5150 and related media, including poster advertisements, social media posts, and newspaper articles from the general public. How information about SCP-5150 continues to spread remains under investigation. In the event of unauthorized access to SCP-5150, personnel are required to be detained and immediately transferred to the on-site infirmary after successfully exiting. Once all of their excess teeth have been removed and stored within the infirmary storage room, personnel are to be evaluated and debriefed before being administered Class C amnestics. All on-site personnel who attempt to engage with SCP-5150 are required to carry one candy bar containing at least 35 grams of sugar at all times. Description: SCP-5150 is a dental office located outside the northwest perimeter of Indianapolis, Indiana. SCP-5150 measures approximately 140 square meters, with the interior of the building measuring 115 square meters. 
The only distinguishable feature of SCP-5150's exterior is an electrical sign above the front entrance of the building, which reads Dr. John Hendricks, BDS. SCP-5150's interior includes six rooms where SCP-5150-1, SCP-5150-2, and SCP-5150-3 instances reside. SCP-5150-1 is an entity that occupies the reception desk within SCP-5150. The physical characteristics of SCP-5150-1 resemble standard humanoid features, with the exception of its oral cavity. SCP-5150-1's maxillary and mandibular bones are disfigured and mutilated, with the regions expressing properties that include missing incisors, extra canines, and bleeding gingivia. SCP-5150-1's anomalous attributes manifest once it is in possession of human teeth. Once this task is complete, SCP-5150-1 will insert these teeth into its mouth. The current reason behind this phenomena is under investigation, with current information concluding that it is intended for correction of the entity's oral cavity. Research towards understanding how the forced insertion of human teeth benefits SCP-5150-1 and SCP-5150-2 instances is underway. Subjects entering SCP-5150 are required to interact with SCP-5150-1 before continuing or exiting the building. SCP-5150-1 has been observed to express aggressive behavior towards human subjects. SCP-5150-2 instances are dental hygienists who have been observed in all sections of SCP-5150, excluding the waiting area. SCP-5150-2 instances exhibit similar physical and anomalous properties to SCP-5150-1. These instances have been observed to attack human subjects until they are successfully able to apprehend them. Once apprehended, SCP-5150-2 instances will transfer subjects to an open examination room, where they will physically restrain them onto an operating table. SCP-5150-2 instances carry traditional dental instruments on their persons at all time, which they can use as weapons. SCP-5150-3, otherwise known as Dr. John Hendricks, has been observed in SCP-5150's three examination rooms and its personal office. The current research focus is to ascertain the cause of SCP-5150-3's anomalous abilities. With the available information, it has been concluded that SCP-5150-3 has the ability to manifest extreme cases of hyperdontia in human subjects. These manifestations do not occur naturally, with SCP-5150-3 being observed to insert teeth from an unknown source directly into a subject's mouth. Once SCP-5150-3 successfully operates on a human subject, it will attempt to give them a bag containing miscellaneous over-the-counter oral health care products. Human subjects are required to take this bag before exiting the building. Addendum 5150-1 Document SC-011-4IL Exploration Video Log Transcript Date, 7-9-2023 Subject, D-457142 Control Lead, Bobby Daniels Additional Team Members, Marcus Drago, Andrew Fuller Hey everyone, Pacific again, here with a quick ad break. And a reminder, you can get ad-free and bonus episodes every week on our Patreon at patreon.com scp underscore p-o-d. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. And now, back to the show. Begin log. Subject D-457142 has been instructed to investigate and explore the building designated as SCP-5150. D-457142 has also been equipped with a Hershey's chocolate bar. The camera feed begins with the subject approaching the building. I see it, I think. Are you going to tell me what happens after I go in? That's classified. Please continue. It's a dentist's office, right? So what? Are you trying to tell me that something other than pulling teeth is going to happen in there? Control does not respond to D-457142's question. The subject has successfully reached the front perimeter of SCP-5150's after an additional four minutes. Once the subject passes the perimeter, D-457142 successfully reaches the target location. D-457142 enters the building. After the subject arrives, a clicking sound is faintly heard behind the camera. The hell? Did the door just lock? The subject turns around and attempts to leave the building. Their attempt at opening the entrance is unsuccessful. Ha! Real fucking funny, fellas. This is a fantastic prank. I'm laughing on the inside, seriously. Ha 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 ha. Alright, now that the shits and giggles are gone, can you unlock the door now? I won't fucking leave, I just don't like feeling cornered. We don't have control over the doors. Please explore the room. D-457142 attempts to open the door two more times. Both attempts are unsuccessful. The subject tries to break through the glass surrounding the entrance. The subject is unsuccessful. We don't have control over the doors, my ass. Yeah, like I'd believe that. The subject pauses briefly. Speaking of which, are you guys ever going to explain who you are? Are you like, some non-for-profit organization or something? Control does not provide a response to D-457142. Nah, you're too mysterious, or whatever for that anyways. You've been ordered to do something, D-457142. I highly suggest you listen. Please. The subject turns around to face the waiting area. A row of four chairs surrounds a corner opposite of D-457142's position. To the right, miscellaneous toys and another row of chairs surround the other side. Along the left edge of the camera, SCP-5150-1 can be seen sitting behind a desk counter. The counter is encased in glass, with a small opening that is approximately 1.2 meters in height and 0.8 meters wide. SCP-5150-1 sits behind this opening. However, the camera is unable to observe its physical features. If the camera isn't picking this up, it's just a waiting room. Other than Buffy the Vampire Slayer playing on one of the TVs, nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. What else should I do? Please walk around the area. Once you have accomplished that, continue to the receptionist. The subject does as instructed, walking along the right side of the wall. After the subject explores the area, the camera turns to face SCP-5150-1. 
What's wrong with this lady? SCP-5150-1's appearance includes a white collar shirt and a white face mask covering the oral cavity. Directly in front of SCP-5150-1 is a sheet of paper. The subject turns around and approaches SCP-5150-1. Hello, sir. Can I help you schedule an appointment? Yeah, I guess. How does one schedule an appointment? What's going to happen? SCP-5150-1 proceeds to give the subject a black pen. You don't have to worry, sir. All you need to do is sign here. We can schedule you in in about five minutes. All you'll be doing is visiting with Dr. Hendricks, correct? Sure. Perfect. Now, before you can enter, there's one thing I'll need to see. Yeah? Like what? Your teeth, of course. May I see them? Wait. Why do you need to see my teeth? Well, I'm currently taking online classes for dentistry, and I need experience. Occasionally, patients let me take a look at their teeth so I can predict how well an appointment with Dr. Hendricks will go. Will you let me try with you? Oh. Eh. What the hell. Sure. Have at it. The subject opens its mouth. Once it performs its task, SCP-5150-1 grabs the lower left quadrant of D-457142's jaw. Oh, your teeth are so clean! This'll be a walk in the park for you, no doubt about it. SCP-5150-1 pauses. Wow. SCP-5150-1 then quickly pulls out what appears to be a pair of pliers from under the desk. SCP-5150-1 proceeds to clamp the pliers to the bottom central incisors of the subject's mouth and pulls towards itself. This action tears the two incisors out of D-457142's mouth entirely. Blood drips onto the camera lens. D-457142 clears the area. These teeth. They're so gorgeous. Thank you. Why would you do that? Stay away from me, you freak! The subject steps away from the counter and locates what appears to be a tissue box. D-457142 grabs several sheets of tissue paper and proceeds to use those to clot their mouth. SCP-5150-1 is observed on the opposite end of the subject, staring at the two incisors. SCP-5150-1 then removes its face mask, revealing a disfigured oral cavity. SCP-5150-1 continues to forcefully insert the two incisors into vacant areas along its gums. D-457142 steps away from the entity. Dr. Hendricks can see you now, sir. Please head to room three for your examination. A clicking sound can be heard on the right side of the camera. D-457142 turns to see an open entrance leading to four more rooms. Go through the door, please. After that, we have more tasks we need you to do. Are you blind? That psycho chick just ripped my fucking teeth out! We have a medical team waiting for you. But remember that you're still locked inside. At this point, we wouldn't be able to extract you. So you're saying that I'm stuck here until this appointment is finished? That is your only option. You motherfuckers! Damn it! The subject disposes of the used tissue paper and continues through the entrance. After crossing, the door automatically shuts itself, and another lock is heard clicking. Ah, perfect. Icing on the fucking cake. D-457142 progresses into the hallway. After a moment, the sound of laughter is heard nearby. The source cannot be determined. The subject quickly presses their body along the left side of the wall. After waiting for several minutes, 
continues to walk alongside the wall until an instance of SCP-5150-2 exits from the room nearby the subject's location. D-457-142 sits in a crouched position as SCP-5150-2 walks into the examination room opposite of the room it exited from. How many of these guys will I have to avoid? We don't have an exact number, but there may be upwards of three. If required, use the chocolate we've supplied you with. That should help. D-457-142 continues until they reach the end of the hallway. Once the location is reached, D-457-142 turns perpendicularly to face an entrance that reads, John Hendricks. The subject runs to the door and opens it. D-457-142 remains in a crouched position as they enter, and close the door leading into the room. The office is vacant. I'm in. Psst, hello? What am I supposed to do? My fucking mouth's starting to ache and my body hurts. Acknowledged. Try to look for anything that could be of importance. Look for documents or research papers. Even a journal page will do, as long as you can find something. Fine. Give me a second, then. The subject does as instructed. The camera pans across the room before moving forward towards the center. A desk becomes visible. D-457-142 is observed to sit down and investigate. The desk's empty. A fucking course it is. Can anything go my way? The door leading into the room opens. An instance of SCP-5150-2 emerges. What are you doing? We have another room waiting for you. D-457142 steps against the back-facing wall. The subject then pulls out the chocolate bar from their left pocket and quickly unwraps it. SCP-5150-2 moves away from D-457142 and screams. <coughs> Two more instances of SCP-5150-2 appear with the second revealing a disfigured oral cavity similar to SCP-5150-1. The two instances both carry what appears to be Briault probes. Please come with us. All three instances slowly confront D-457142. Once within a range of approximately three meters, D-457142 throws the candy bar, which comes into contact with the third instance of SCP-5150-2. The entity then begins to scream, and its visible oral cavity begins to bleed. The entity's exposed teeth also start to decay rapidly. Stay away from me! The second instance of SCP-5150-2 quickly jumps in front of D-457142 and raises its left arm, which also holds the Briel probe. SCP-5150-2 then swings downward, stabbing the probe directly into the subject's right shoulder. D-457142 screams before attempting to push the entity away. The first instance of SCP-5150-2 then grabs the left forearm of D-457142 and proceeds to bite the exposed flesh. The subject's bone breaks, and its forearm also begins to bleed. After more struggle, the three SCP-5150-2 instances overpower and subdue D-457142. The subject is later dragged away from the area and relocated to Room 3. Once successfully removed, the three instances force the subject onto the operating station and tie them into place using leather straps. D-457142 begins screaming again. You can trust us, sir. We'll just need to pull some teeth before the dentist arrives. Note. The body camera attached to D-457142 now faces the ceiling and does so for five more minutes. No visible footage was retrieved. D-457142 continues to struggle as movement around the camera is heard by the microphone. After approximately one minute, the 
sound of movement briefly pauses before D-457-142 begins to scream again. With the information gathered, along with D-457-142's vital testimony, it is assumed that at this moment, the three instances of SCP-5150-2 are successfully able to remove the subject's two lower canines and three molars. The use of nitrous oxide was not reported. However, it is plausible in this circumstance as the subject remains conscious throughout the operation. Four minutes, 30 seconds of extraneous footage has been removed. Hello there, sir. Sorry. It seems like I got here a bit late. Have the others already worked on you? Fuck. You. <laughs> what a tongue. Why so harsh? Don't worry. This is for your own good. I know it may be scary, but it'll all be done with soon. <laughs> SCP-5150-3 continues laughing before the camera moves. After several seconds, it becomes unattached from D-457142, and SCP-5150-3 is visible. Is this for a home video? Well, no matter. Technically, this does break some patient-doctor confidentiality laws, but I can let this one slide. Here, let me get this at an angle where it can record better. SCP-5150-3 relocates the camera to the far right corner of the room. D-457142 and SCP-5150-3 are now visible. The subject's mouth continues to bleed. There we go. Much better. Now, where were we? Oh, that's right. By the looks of it, it seems that they've already started. It's a shame. Your teeth aren't looking so great right now. But... That's why you're here. I can help make it all better. SCP-5150-3 walks away from the subject and returns with one bag. SCP-5150-3 then walks to the opposite side of the rooms, where it retrieves several syringes as well as miscellaneous cleaning supplies. SCP-5150-3 once again returns to D-457142. All right. That should just about be all that we need. Are you ready? Stay away from me, you freak. What a temper you have. No worries. You won't act so ungrateful after I'm done. SCP-5150-3 elevates D-457142's operating chair and inserts a Jennings gag device into the subject's mouth. Once D-457142's oral cavity remains open, SCP-5150-3 starts to pick at the subject's teeth using a periodontal probe and a dental mirror. This continues for approximately five minutes until SCP-5150-3 begins to forcefully scrape the subject's remaining teeth and tongue. SCP-5150-3 performs this action for approximately ten minutes before replacing its current tools for a dental drill, which it uses to dig into the subject's gums and inner cheeks. The dental drill remains in the subject's oral cavity for an additional 15 minutes. From retrieved footage as well as D-457142's final testimony, the use of powerful anesthetics was recorded. However, these anesthetics were either injected in the wrong location or were not concentrated enough to reduce the subject's pain. Two hours of extraneous footage has been removed for brevity. 
We're almost done with the cleaning. How are you holding up down there? <sighs> You're doing just fine. See? I knew you wouldn't be so snappy after I started my work. Don't worry. I'll just have to do one more thing. But, before I can do that, I'll have to move your camera. I can't allow this to be recorded. You understand, right? SCP-5150-3 approaches the camera and rotates it to face the opposite wall. Oh, that's so much better. All right. Time to get the procedure started. This should only take about another 20 minutes or so. Then you're free to leave. Isn't that exciting? D457142 does not respond to SCP-5150-3. After this point, SCP-5150-3's anomalous abilities manifested. With later video surveillance concluding that D457142 developed hyperdontia after interacting with SCP-5150-3, it has been assumed that this procedure was a causation of D457142's development. 20 minutes and 3 seconds of extraneous footage has been removed. After the procedure was successful, SCP-5150-3 attempted to give D457142 a bag containing miscellaneous items. D-457142 acquired the bag from SCP-5150-3 before exiting the building. End log. Closing statement. Due to the number of teeth present within the subject's oral cavity, D-457142 was unable to speak after the procedure. Once D-457142 successfully exited the building, the subject was intercepted by Foundation personnel before transferring to Site-334's infirmary for treatment and debriefing. Further experimentation with SCP-5150 has been halted until Site Director Ford Cliff has authorized the necessary permissions in association with the Ethics Committee. Security Notice As of 8-1-2023, the building originally designated as SCP-5150 no longer contains anomalous entities or paranormal phenomena. The cause for this is currently unknown. However, Reports of poster advertisements concerning Dr. John Hendricks have been recorded near the city of Greenwood, Indiana on 9-22-2023. All assets currently within provisional Site-334 have now been tacked with relocating and containing SCP-5150 and its affiliated anomalies. This episode was possible thanks to our patrons. This week, joining us on Patreon is Max Gollin, Captain Caleb, Michael Fox, Apple Juice, Bepsy Man, Serenity Fabian, Devin Bloodworth, Feisty Fay, Crystal Gross, Glumara, and Doubtful Guest. Thanks, guys. A lot of really cool names this week. Uh, your support means the world. SCP-5150 was written by Jack Dragon X. Our host and narrator was John Grills. D-457142 was Brandon Nguyen. Control was Danielle Hewitt. 5150-1 was Maddie Moore. 5150-2 
was Fletcher Armstrong, and 5150-3 was Atticus Jackson. Our assistant editors are Jesse Hall and Danny Sweet, and our music is done by the incredible Tom Rory Parsons. I'm your showrunner and this week's sound designer, Pacific S. Obadiah. And our producers are Tom Owen and Brad Miska. And this is a bloody disgusting podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.